Welcome, everyone, to the Commentary Podcast. I am your host, Pat Brennan. Today's podcast is very exciting for me as we are going to be watching one of my favorite films of all time, Raiders of the Lost Ark. This film came out in 1981. It is directed by Steven Spielberg and it is written by Lawrence Kasdan. Set in 1936, the film stars Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones, a globe-trotting archaeologist vying with Nazi German forces to recover the long-lost Ark of the Covenant, which is said to make it an army invincible. Teaming up with his tough former romantic interest, Marion Ravenwood, Jones races to stop rival archaeologist Dr. Rene Belloc from guiding the Nazis to the Ark and its power. Now, I'm going to be watching the 4K copy I have of this movie because... I clearly own every single movie ever, and I obviously own this because it's one of my favorite movies. Um, but it is currently streaming on Disney Plus. It is also streaming on Paramount Plus. If you don't have either of those, you can rent it on Amazon for three dollars and thirty-nine cents, or on Apple TV for four dollars. Joining me on the podcast today is none other than Freddie Lee. You may know him on Twitter as at Stringer7. I will also be posting all of his social channels in the episode bio so you can check him out there. So I am ready to kick this off. I hope you are too. We are going to be pressing play on Raiders of the Lost Ark in 3, 2, and 1. Here we go. A Paramount picture. I love that old logo. And that dissolved to that mountain was um, Spielberg's idea. He it's, had uh, that's it's so it's just so simple and brilliant. He had Frank Marshall like drive around Hawaii to look for a mountain that looked like that Paramount Mountain. <laughs> He's like, I want to dissolve to that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it it's so brilliantly simple, but it really just gets you going on how clever and amazing this film is going to be. You know. Mm-hmm. I think the original original script had like five more scenes before like this original like this opening scene of them essentially like gathering this group to like go on this like journey, but it was just way too long. Right, because then again, it, what amazes me about this film is how perfect it is. It, it's mm-hmm. very economical. Mm-hmm. And the, this this. I guess you would call this a prologue. Um, it sort of tells you everything about the film, sets up the tone, uh, but it also sets up the, this character, this character called uh, Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. And also, like, it's he doesn't reveal him until, I don't know, what, like two minutes in, like his actual right. face. Coming out of the shadows, no less. Yeah. It's, 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 it's fantastic. So Alfred Molina's first um first on screen credit. Yes, baby Alfred Molina. <laughs> <laughs> first thing, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Let's do it. So I, I I'm an old guy, so I saw this in the theater first run when it came out. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I was gonna yeah. ask you that. I was gonna ask you if you had actually seen it in the in theaters. I saw it yeah, the original run at the Regency in San Francisco, which is now a music club, mm-hmm. funny enough. Um but I will never forget the sound of the pistol that's coming up because it was one of those things that at the time, you know, they were using canned gunshots back then. Mm-hmm. But this film, they did their own thing and it, it sounded like a cannon. And it, it was years before, aside from the other two 
uh, Indiana Jones films uh, at that time in the 80s. I think the, I, I couldn't find this sound till actually Tarantino used a similar sound in Inglorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. It's like those guns are like really fat and bassy. They sound like little cannons. Yeah. That's amazing, though. I am yeah. jealous that you got to see that this opening, probably opening weekend now, I would assume. It was around the first week or two. Yeah. Once it got the word of mouth. Like, this movie's I, I, good. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch this scene real quick and then I'll tell you what. All right. <laughs> yeah, my, my, my silliness as a kid about this movie. <laughs> Got the beats in that in that one, yeah. one, two, three shots. Brilliant. And there he is. Perfect. So as a kid, I remember seeing the commercials. I already, obviously we knew who Lucas and Spielberg were uh, were at that time, by that time. Mm-hmm. You know, we knew what their the pedigree. But I, I was like looking at the trailer, I'm like, I don't know. It looks like it's gonna suck. <laughs> <laughs> so I know, like, my da- trailers I back then were so bad. Like... Right. And so I, I, my dad took me to see it and I was completely blown away. Exceeded all my expectations. I know. Just this if you were like say you're an executive and you're like, all right, let's get the dailies for this, and they just send you like this opening scene, like if they had it the like, probably cut at that point. You'd be like, right. wait, this is like really good. <laughs> right. I mean, at the time, something this prologue was something you would have seen at the end of the movie, not the beginning of a movie. Yeah. Right? I, the only thing closest to it is a Bond film. Mm-hmm. Which is what Spielberg wanted to make. It was a Bond right. movie. Right. Now I, oh, yes. I, I still want to see a Spielberg Bond movie and see what it would look like. I don't know if he wants to do one anymore. No, I mean at this I point he... he's like, I got, I got indie, so I'm good. He's got indie. He <laughs> really now that the other question is, is you know now all eyes are on Nolan if he wants to do a Bond film. Yeah, he's kind of done see, his own Bond yeah. films already. <laughs> I know I could see him doing it, but I don't know. Oof. Also, I think this film is a gateway into horror films. Hmm. Like for sure, it certainly was for me. They actually put these tarantulas on to on them too, right? For, um, real things, real. yeah. So like, I read that the the tarantulas wouldn't move until you put the the female tarantula on. Yes. So the males would all stay still, and then once so though they put the female on Alfred Molina, that's why they started to move around. Right. I'd be like, no, nah, I'm good. Give, yeah. me, give me some fake ones. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, now they'd probably be all be CGI, but yeah, uh, it does lose something. <laughs> oh yeah, these these movies just hit different, man. Than movies today hit different. Oh yeah, it's a legit jump scare. The head to turn to too perfect, right? It's it's uh, it's perfect. Yeah, originally, um, Lucas and like Spielberg like brought this to all the studios, and they all like passed, right? Basically, saying because uh, Spielberg at nineteen um, nineteen forty one, like he was mm-hmm. over budget, and the movie mm-hmm. was just like a critical failure, right? So they they thought like I don't know, Spielberg might be losing his touch, <laughs> which is funny, just after one movie, yeah, from <laughs> one from one film, one film, <laughs> which honest, have you seen nineteen forty one? I have, and it's definitely my like probably least favorite Spielberg movie. Right. Um, I've only seen it once though, because he's he's my favorite director. But I've only seen it once, and 
I have the DVD of it. I think I got it like recently. I, for, like, a it's not as it's definitely not as best, but it's not the worst. It's not as bad. Yeah, no, I think I need to watch it's... it again. I think I was yeah. just not in the right headspace to watch it. And yeah, I was just it's just not very good. It's a weird mix of of you know, it was it Accord and Belushi? Yeah, which is more it's... of a John Landis feel with Spielberg, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah, it's still funny. Like th looking back on that, like a st I mean, obviously studios pass on these guys now at this point, but uh. at the time, like post Jaws and Close Encounters, and like, oh, we we don't think this guy's got it anymore. It's like okay, <laughs> he was what thirty? Yeah, because <laughs> I think it's Lucas weird. originally wrote it like as a short, like kind of story in a way in the beginning, like mm -hmm. just like way back pre Star Wars, and. I think he just never like got around to, like the funding to it and like the screenplay just never came together. So he like, hey, I'm just gonna do Star Wars for now. And then I think once Star Wars came out, um Oh yeah. Him and like Spielberg went to like Hawaii just because I think Lucas is like very superstitious about the box office and he doesn't want to be around anybody. Right. And then they're like, Oh wait, Star Wars is doing actually like really, really good. And then he was like, Hey, um, I have another idea called Indiana Jones. <laughs> right. Wasn't that, but, wasn't that where Spielberg also talked about wanting to do Bond? Yeah. So, and oh, they no, would have better. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think probably was because I could see the Bond people have probably watched 1941 and were like, nah, I'm good. But yeah, apparently, I think Lucas or Spielberg said that they like really came up with the idea of wanting to do Indiana Jones while they were building a sandcastle. <laughs> like, like, That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> So this back in 81, Surround Sound was still relatively new. And this was just so fun to hear mm -hmm. all the wishing, all the needles wishing by. I think M. Night Shyamalan said that this is his favorite opening of all time. Like you could watch this. It's like no edits. Perfect. It's right? perfect. It's, it's perfect. <laughs> it's economical and it t yeah. visually tells the story. I mean, it really is pure cinema. There's not a lot of dialogue, but it doesn't need it. No. <laughs> yeah, I always love his face. Like, huh, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> I love this little foreshadowing. foreshadowing. Yeah. Oh. Here it comes. Iconic. Yep. This border is made out of uh, fiberglass. It's still pretty heavy, right? Like you could yeah. get pretty seriously hurt. But I think like he outran it every single time. Um, and then the one time that like there was one take, he like tripped and he like got up and he still outran it, and that's the take that they that's used the one, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're like he like they would move kind of really slow, so he sometimes he would have to like slow down a little bit. But Harrison Ford, fast. He's fast. <laughs> Spielberg actually always wanted Harrison Ford in it, like from the beginning. But it was Lucas who was like, "No, he's too big of a star. I don't think people are gonna buy him." He right. wanted like I mean, they wanted obviously them famous. They wanted Tom Selleck. That's uh, that's like the alternate reality somewhere. 
Yeah. Dog to get the role. <laughs> yeah. So like, I guess CBS like knew that they wanted him. So they purposely greenlit the Magnum PI so that Selleck couldn't do this. Yeah. yeah. So like they kind of screwed them over, but I mean, I guess it worked out in the end. It worked out. I mean, Selleck, Selleck's fine. He's doing fine. <laughs> Cause I feel like if Selleck was in it, I think he'd have the, Probably the stash. <laughs> like, yeah, he probably would have the stash. That would be interesting. There should be more movies where the villain does those evil laughs. I feel like we don't do that anymore. <laughs> <Just> no. Like... <laughs> That's a great laugh because it's right yeah. on the edge of parody, but it's not. It's right mm -hmm. on the edge. But it's definitely over the top. It's got that, you know, what what Lucas was going for, the 40s, 30s serials. Yeah. Evil villains. I love this shot. I know they look so close right there. <laughs> like the next shot, they're so far away. Yeah. <laughs> like so far away. <laughs> yeah. So... This is a uh, sort of a callback to uh, Seven Samurai. Um, they had uh, well, they had these yeah, wide shots yeah. of the samurais coming so, down the hill. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. This is the same area they filmed, obviously, at Jurassic Park too. So, oh yeah. Yeah. South America by way of Hawaii. Yeah, <laughs> it works. The theme. Yep. Which I probably would say is what I would say this might be the most famous like movie theme of all time. Yep, it's instantly recognizable. Oh, like another... I can see Jaws is like that that beat of Jaws is like the same is like probably the most famous, but I would say as a theme overall, everyone knows the Indiana Jones theme. Yep, everyone just gets worked up. It's rousing. <laughs> Which originally I think um Williams had two themes for it, and Spielberg loved them both. And he said, Can you combine them? And then this is the com the combination of them was the Raiders <laughs> theme. So I was like, I want to hear the separate themes. I want to hear what they sounded like, like separately. That would be that would be interesting to hear. Yeah. I guess if you have like a split track maybe of like the actual whole score, you could probably isolate them. Yeah, uh, that's a lost opportunity on the disc. <laughs> I think they did that for the new movie, but not for these four. Mm -hmm. It always, I always trip me out now, knowing that this film was PG. <laughs> I know. Yeah, when I did the Jaws um, podcast, uh, it's just funny that the movie is rated PG as well. <laughs> like, it's... Like, it's gory. It's bloody. <laughs> it's so bloody. Yeah. I think parents complained, especially going to this movie too. Like this movie is not PG like <laughs> at all. Oh no. It's, it's really edgy for a PG film for mm. film. They don't hold back. They don't really hold back. <clears throat> you will see people, spoiler alert, heads explode in PG movies. Yeah. Yeah, it was just basically what PG and R. There's like the only ratings then. Right. But I think the original like cut of this, the uh um uh that that love you was improvised on set. That's right on the eyelids. <laughs> Cause they originally wanted him to be like kind of like somewhat of like an alcoholic, like just kind of a degenerate in a way. Yeah. As opposed to like Spielberg wanted him to be like really dark and 
I think they just came to the idea like, no, nah, I think he needs to have more of like a somewhat balanced life. Like he's still coherent in things. Like he can't just be like a stumbling alcoholic that figures out out how to do everything. Like right uh, out on of the fly. Nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which he does. But That's part of his why, like it's part of the womanizer kind of stuff. Yeah, playing off like that stuck in, but like that I love you there because the original right. script had like a lot more scenes with him with like basically with the women <laughs> wasn't there supposed to be a woman in the uh in a later scene where uh before he flies off yeah i think the original script had like he was supposed to come out in like a different outfit like and then the woman was in the bedroom right um but then i think they changed it they're like there's just too much going on here there's like, still some remnants i think there's like two champagne glasses in the background mm -hmm. and he's in a just robe like the and... implied that like just yeah, implied yeah this guy's this guy's good. <laughs> he's kind of like Bond, mm -hmm. but not. But not. <laughs> yeah. He's like Bond, but Bond can figure out things in advance, and he doesn't do that. <laughs> no, which I think separates him so well from him, because he basically is like a Bond. Very, yeah, he is. It's certainly uh, Americanized, much more um, gruff. Mm -hmm. Seat of his pants. It's Porkins. I always think of the the meme of this whenever I see it. We're right. trying to like the internet. We're trying to find more memes. <laughs> <laughs> I never like unsee it though. I'm watching this on 4K, and this 4K looks great. Oh, the 4K is beautiful. Yeah. It's the best I've seen. That was my plan. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got to do with what we can go with. Right. Yeah, when I did the, the Zodiac one, um, I have the Blu-ray, but it is only the director's cut. They don't even have the theatrical cut on there. So I was like, I got to stream, kind of stream it. <laughs> well, that's interesting. I didn't realize that. Yeah, uh, I was like, oh, I, I never realized it either. Because it's like, I only ever watched the director's cut. So I was like, oh, there isn't the theatrical cut's not even on here. I need to like look at the blocking of these shots, and they're. Oh yeah, he's. They're just they're they're so they're brilliant. Like look at this. This is mm -hmm. foreground, background, because this is a you know one of those dialogue information heavy scenes, but the blocking mm -hmm. keeps you, draws you and keeps you interested. Oh yeah. Because if you just had them all sitting down, you're just like, the audience just gets bored. Yeah. I've always said that Spielberg is the master at blocking oh and yeah he would say, he would say it's hitchcock but perhaps i think like his his blocking especially with like background extras like he's mm -hmm. like that's my only gripe with nolan nolan is not very good at directing background extras mm -hmm. which he probably doesn't even really direct them that much he probably use, has this his ad's do it but yeah i would say like spielberg is by far the best have you actually seen um soderbergh's cut of this movie so, no, I didn't know there was. I, I did not realize he had a. He did a cut he, of this. He released the entire movie in black and white, and it's just like silent. But he, because he, he wanted people just to watch Spielberg's editing, 
like yeah. how they edited it and the entire blocking and staging. Right. Like he's like, it's, I think he said it's like the best he's ever seen in any movie. Right. I, I wholeheartedly agree. Highly recommend it. I didn't, I didn't recently like see it until like a year or two ago. I didn't even know it existed either. <laughs> I was like, wait, this exists. <laughs> Is it on YouTube or something or where can I find it? I think it? it's on YouTube. My cousin actually sent it to me, but I forget. It may have been just like, it may have been actually on Soderbergh's website. I think it's for free. You can just like watch it. Cool. So listeners out there, try and find it. It's great. I mean, it's still it's the same movie, just black and white. <laughs> With no dialogue and music. Right. Yes, it makes him making him like the archaeologist as more of to just like a a low life kind of guy. Right. Makes it flow better, makes it more believable. Instead of just like them coming into his apartment or house and he's like still drunk and like, whatever, I guess I'll go do it. <laughs> Which is probably what they originally wanted to have. But it's like, how could the audience just believe, like, why wow, this guy just doesn't even do anything and he does it all perfectly? Like, <laughs> exactly. Boy, wow, look at this. That boy, I, I, again, this finale is one of the few films where I thought it lived up and exceeded my expectations of how it would climax and resolve. Mm -hmm. And I always get a feeling that even with the subsequent Indiana Jones films, they were. We're trying for some version of what they did here, but just they just never quite could quite do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Spielberg said that this is by far the most perfect one. Oh yeah, yeah. I always notice note every time I watch that, I'll notice little things like, oh, they used a different lens on Brody earlier, just because there's more depth. Mm -hmm. And then with the other two guys, it's a little bit flatter. It's, it's really subtle. Mm -hmm. There's a robe. <laughs> Just a champagne bottle. <laughs> hey, hey uh, don't go to the back bedroom, please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you can see you can, how you play it off and be like, look, this champagne was for you, actually. <laughs> mm -hmm. Not the woman in the bedroom. That Spielberg lighting. Not backlit, but he loves his backlights. It's just enough. I think that's used... his like signature things. It's just that backlight. Or they when use he the shadows. Like, uh, yeah. Or he shoots like an, like one object laying on the floor and he'll just like shoot that. Right. He's like, I got this. What are you talking about? You know who I am? It's like, Indy, your last thing, you just got stolen from you. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> you barely got out alive. Yeah. It's like, no worries. I got a gun. 
Pan Am. Oh, yeah. Like that would have, that's that little shot would have been all digital by now. Mm -hmm. In fact, I'm sure I think even the new films see a lot of digital stuff, but it's Yeah. it's really quite something to see matte paintings. It's integrated so well. Dennis Muir in the cameo. <laughs> I saw him in the diner last uh right before COVID. Oh, He's really? a very tall, very tall man. I That's think he's awesome. retired now. Mm hmm When I saw this in the theater, some people were cheering when they saw the bridge. Oh, oh yeah, because it's... In San Francisco, yeah. Yeah. What a great way to do, like, a transition, too. Oh, I love this. There you go. We have arrived. I'm just always blown away by the economy of storytelling in this film. <laughs> they had a pretty small budget for this, too. I think it was only like 30 million. Oh, well, I guess they actually made for a more economical film. <laughs> Mm -hmm. They were forced to it. yeah. Forced to do this. Cause I think the reason the studios like kind of rejected and turned them away is because like a, Lucas was asking essentially for like that box office profit and owning at least feel 40% of the final product. And the studios were just like, no. And then Paramount was like the, the one to finally like, agree to it mainly because i think one of the executives read the script and was like this is by far like the best thing i've ever read in my life while working here which is funny Mm because -hmm. like half the dialogue is like improvised in this movie it was pretty <laughs> chaotic wasn't it when they shot this yeah yes they shot i think they shot it in 73 days because spielberg was like i can't go over again like 1941 Mm -hmm. yeah just started starting to ruin my reputation around here in hollywood So I got to bring it like in time. And they did 73 days. I mean would you say Spielberg had to make something like 1941 in order to make something like something like Raiders just he had to go through that Yeah, probably. experience Because he was just on two highs and then eventually you're going to hit a low. Not, ev not right every movie every director makes is going to be their best movie ever. But what a run. This entire sequence took like a scene took like two weeks two weeks to film, I think. I love that shadow on the wall. Two Mm-hmm. weeks. Yeah, I can see that. She knows who it is. I mean, look at the composition in the shadow. It's, it's just Mm-hmm. beautiful. And Spielberg And now she's... wanted her because of American, not American, um, Animal House. Right. He Right, thought she she was was great great. in that. Yeah. Yeah, in that preview shot, I love how she walked towards the camera and she was at the same size as in the screen as, as his shadow. Mm hmm. How she's his equal. And that, that like punch right there, I think they were like on set. They're like, what if you just like punched me? Because that, Right. that would tell a lot of our relationship. Right. It's like, it's only been, what, 30 seconds, and you're like, all right, they Right, clearly right. have a past.
didn't end well. Yeah. How are you still standing? <laughs> it took like 40 shots. <laughs> oh, she's still functional. How oh, she's not. Like I got like an hour left and then I'm going to be on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> what a crazy like just bar in the middle of like the mountains. <laughs> right. In the snow. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I think you have to have alcohol stocked for like a year. Like, when are you getting? When are you getting a new shipment in? <laughs> I imagine you'd be drinking a lot in this remote oh, yeah. area. Nothing else to do. Close up. Remember? Remember when you trusted me? Yeah. yeah every, like you said, they're always moving. Never like stationary. Right. But there's a, there's a moving, moving with intent. Mm-hmm. She had it the whole time. <laughs> Uh-oh. I love that shot. I wonder if they just had someone to the side just going, like, <laughs> right, right. They probably did. Someone just standing right there. Just blow the candle, blow the flame. Yeah. Yeah, this is, I think this is the first time we hear the uh, theme for the arc. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the, the gust of wind that comes yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. Leave him in the shadows too, still. As soon as he walks in, you're like, I think this guy's bad. <laughs> right. Oh, I love this shot. Camera moving down with the shrinking sh mm -hmm. shadows. Oh, it's brilliant. That goes back to the previous shot of she's still not intimidated by them. Exactly. <laughs> I never actually realized there's been like a lot of like smoke so far in this movie like smoking, even in the first smoke. like, even the first scene like all the mists and everything like... yeah yeah it's it's it was a thing i think at that time but also it was easy to add depth to this mm -hmm. shots then you get light beams mm -hmm. yeah exactly <laughs>
This is almost like a comic panel. Mm hmm Oh, it's under lighting time. He already looks like he's melting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little foreshadowing here. Maybe. Not so fast. Again, just some credible beats. It's one, mm -hmm. two, three. Oh, there's the cannon. <laughs> <laughs> I could definitely see why this would take two weeks to film. See, like there's like object shots like that. Like he always right. always has those. I love that look. Like <laughs> it's like, oh wait. I didn't see you over there. I feel like movies don't even have these like sound effects anymore either. No. Oh yeah, that's a PG movie for you. Yep. <laughs> I'm sure the parents were like, wait. Wait a second. All that blood that just came out of that guy. There was a headshot with all that blood. <laughs> I do the same thing. Too stressful. <laughs> I need a drink. Oh, totally. You need a drink. You know, after, after having 40 shots. <laughs> Another thing, like, we should not, in movies, should have people like get knocked out like that again more. Like, obviously, that's not realistic. <laughs> Nope. Just like that easy of a hit, just like oh, <laughs> but I guess it'd be too, too cheesy today. People would find it too cheesy. Yeah, yeah. We need a little cheesiness back in cinema. <laughs> Perfect. A way to tone down the violence there just have the shadow get shot right <laughs> i always found that so funny <laughs> it's, it's good. like I that's what it. after all of this violence that's what that's what got it comes down to yeah. <laughs> like, it's like a warner brothers cartoon doing. Yeah. <laughs> Take notes, bad guy. Pick it up with a claw. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for destroying my business. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> my only source of income. Oh, she's gonna be part. She's gonna be his partner. When they're gonna do that? Uh, when they're gonna do that plane stunt from uh, the next film in this film originally in the script? I think originally it was the mine shaft scene. Um, that they do in Temple, uh, that was supposed to be in this when they're in like the that like cart. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was supposed to be in this, but I think it was just there was like again, there's the script was really long when they first got it, 
and there was just too much going on. Like they would have gone to like so many countries, like we need to kind of tone this down. So they just used it for temple. Where's Gimli? There he is. As a kid, I always thought he was older, but now I realize he's about the same age as Ford in this film, in the late 30s. I know, he looks so much older. <laughs> like, yeah, totally. It's so funny, it's like telling people that that's Gimli, and they're like, wait, why is he so tall? <laughs> like, because he's very tall. Because he's tall. And he's not as old as he acting. looks. Yeah, yeah, it's called acting. <laughs> This was Tunisia as well, right? Mm hmm Yeah, it was Tunisia, I think, yeah. Because they're supposed to be in Egypt, right? Yeah. Right. This is one, another one of those Lucas superstition things, going back to Tunisia. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he said, I think Spielberg said that this is like his worst time he's ever had filming anything because it was so it was like 130 degrees oh god it was just so hot and like everyone would just constantly be getting sick just from like dehydration and i think like george lucas um got like in really bad sunburn like his face was like swollen half the time <laughs> and like spielberg said the only reason he didn't get sick is because he like just because of the heat he's like i need like not and like he brought food from like England or something. Yeah. Like he, he had ate a chip there. He ate like his own stuff, and that's why he never got sick. It's like, what did you know, Steven? <laughs> <laughs> He's just being cautious. <laughs> I guess if you don't travel a lot, like when you if you go to a different area, like if you start to like even drinking water in those areas, like that could really mess up your like intestines. Right, because different. He's not used to the the chemicals in the water and everything. Chemicals, just, different like, bacteria. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I read that the the costume designer wanted that the hat brim to be like how it like folds down in front of his face, mainly yeah. because like, when they do this, have the stunt doubles, it's easier to hide the face, as opposed okay. to if you have fully yeah. brim I was like, yeah, interesting. Very, very subtle thing to do. Very easy thing to do. Right. It was a smart See thing. how it's like down. Yeah. As opposed to like the back, it's more kind of straight. A smart decision. Probably saved him a lot of headaches. Mm -hmm. Especially in the editing process. Be like, yeah, looks good. I mean, I think he forwarded a lot of his own stuns. It's so good. Just <laughs> no dialogue needed. Just head nod. Go. How are these guys not profusely sweating? I'd be drenched. <laughs> You're wearing an entire right. suit. <laughs> it's That's 130 a... degrees outside. <laughs> yeah, it's can't tell from that distance, but still.
Yeah, I think during a lot of this, like Ford was like extremely sick. Right. He's a champ. He went through it, got through it as much Mm -hmm. as he could. Oof. A lot of the punching sounds are just a baseball bat, like hitting like a mat. Right. I love it. It's, it's those were new at the time. Mm -hmm. I think everyone got tired of hearing the old sound made from the fifties or sixties. Yeah. It sounded really tinny and flat. I mean, they had to do uh, new sounds for the new sound systems. Mm -hmm. When they, um, I don't think they have the show anymore at Disney World, the Indiana Jones show. Mm. I got chosen from the crowd to be in like this scene, the market Oh. scene. Oh. You basically just kind of just run around. It was fun though. Did they tell you where to go or do you, is it pretty Yeah, clear? you just kind of like follow like the crowd. They're like, we're just going to go over here now. Like the guy, the guy's like acting with you is like part of the crew. So he just tells you what to do. Okay. But it was just cool being like on the stage. I don't think they do it post COVID. I don't think they do it anymore. They've changed the show. Yeah. Great little actor, does the monkey Yeah. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, the scene. It's coming. you can just see like how look how bad he's sweating. Oh yeah. I mean he's drenched. Yeah, speaking of this is why he was extremely sick. So they're like, what if I just shoot him? <laughs> like after all of this, like, because they originally were just going to have. The trailer, one of the early trailers shows the scene him fighting him with his bullwhip. <laughs> I don't I'm sure have you seen that? I think you've seen it. I don't think so. I'm sure it's on this. I don't think I've, I probably have seen it, but I still remember. It was a very quick, very quick clip. You can just see him throwing his whip at the guy. Yeah. So they've shot they have shots of it somewhere. That's hilarious. Just like, what But if it's I just like, shoot yeah, he's he's him? <laughs> like, that's probably had become a fever. so iconic Just now. <laughs> yeah. I, I just remember in the theater people were just laughing and clapping. It was just so unexpected. Yeah. Like that just plays on the comedy, just like because any other movie they'd be like, all right, let's go. Like they'll either have like a and like bad guys will even have like a whole speech instead of just like I'm just gonna shoot this guy. <laughs> like Right. there we go. Clearly this guy's very skilled with his sword, but I have a gun, so Yeah. He probably lost like five pounds a day from running around. In the heat, Oh, sweating. sweat, yeah. Then getting sick, like. Oh, there's that sound again. This... <laughs> The sound design in this film is amazing. mm hmm. Yes, the speaking of the sound, going back to the the, um, the boulder scene in the beginning, like. The sound of that, they like they actually were rolling boulders down like a hill. Um but then they just like tried they put like a Honda Civic down a hill and it sounded like the same. Cause it was like it's it was there like it's annoying to have to bring these boulders back up. Like <laughs> Yeah. so so they just basically attached a mic to like the tires of the of the Honda Civic, and that's the sound of like the boulder coming. 
So it's perfect. Honda, the Honda Civic going down a going down a hill. The <laughs> <laughs> <A> gravelly road. <laughs> this is me after a. Uh, Every single day at work. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, I messed up already. It only took us to go to one other place. <laughs> right. Yeah, I didn't actually notice that um, Lucas was also like the second unit director on this. Oh, was he? I did not know that. I, think he, I don't think for the whole time, but for like a majority of the time he was, which I didn't know. After all these years, I didn't realize he actually did some directing here. Mm -hmm. I mean, why not? I mean, he should. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's basically on set for the majority of it anyway. It's basically his story too. Yes. Of the costume yeah. design, it's just like him blending in, like with all of them too. Right. And then look at this. Look at this camera move. Now they're on equal footing, equal eye mm -hmm. line. This is beautiful. I could see probably Fincher probably studied a lot of these camera movements. Oh, I. Oh, yeah. He. I. I'd be disappointed if he didn't. Yeah. Like any like top director, anyone directing, like I don't think I've ever met anyone that didn't like this movie. Like they're all like, "Oh yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> it's perfect." I'm I'm sure if you post something about this on Twitter, someone will say, "No, I hate oh, this yeah. movie. It's, over <laughs> it's overrated. Spielberg's a hack." Yeah. Oh yeah. But I feel like this is as perfect as movies get. Everything you need is in this movie. Yeah. Everything you want to learn about filmmaking is, is right here. Mm -hmm. you know, again, just look at this blocking and the lighting. This is just so good. Mm -hmm. He's not even looking at him. <laughs> like he's literally just looking to the side. He's looking to the side, but he's also yeah. in the shadow. Well, the bad guys in light and white. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Spielberg, I think he only did like three or four takes of scenes. Like he's not, he was, because he wanted to bring it under budget. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going to do like 40, 30, 40 takes. Like, I got it. Yes. I'm good. Let's keep He going. really does that anyways, right? And once he's happy, he's Yeah, good. I, I think he's like, He's not like Fincher where it's a lot, or he's not like, it's not like Clint Eastwood where it's one and we're good. It's yeah. he probably averages. I would I could see him averaging like ten takes. I mean, once you get it, you get it. Yeah. And like I, I see the other aspect of like Fincher being like, well, we got it, but why don't we do it again? Like I have, we have the time. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Let's try something else. Do that yeah. again. But if I was Fincher's editor, I think I would maybe lose my mind. So many, so many. Oh, how many hours of footage you have oh, to go yeah. through? So many hours. 
Marion's dead. Yeah, I know. <laughs> just like, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, BT dubs. Marion's dead. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Spielberg also said the reason they got through filming of this is because him and Lucas were like, if David Lean can do it for Lawrence of Arabia, we can do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. I mean, this film owes a lot to that film. Yeah. Just surviving these conditions of the heat and everything. And he was in like the full on desert. Yes. Not even in these like, <laughs> like no, these cities. He was, yeah. way, they were out there. Have you seen Lords of Arabia on the big screen? I actually have not ever seen it on the big screen. And I live in Los Angeles and it probably always plays. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I saw it was I think it was the 30th anniversary or something in San Francisco and it was it was it was gorgeous on the big screen. Those desert yeah, shots were, were amazing. And now with like the new restorations they probably have for it, it probably looks incredible. Yeah, yeah. I wish I lived, there is a theater near me. Um, I live in Long Beach, so it's, I'm not like fully up in LA, but yeah. I wish there was like more theaters like the New Beverly that played just old movies like all the time. Like there's, the, there's a small theater near me, but it plays just new movies. It's like, I wish, I wish these movies would just play like, let me go see Raiders on like a Saturday afternoon at like 1 p.m. Like, <laughs> that'd be great. Yeah. But I guess I just got to move back up to, LA more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do that. You, you have to I mean, drive, I can drive so, there, but <laughs> so you'd be like, sitting in traffic. Oh uh, yeah, it's not far mile wise at all, but traffic wise, it's oh yeah. Was like a forty five minute average anywhere. That's with no traffic. traffic. With no traffic. <laughs> oh jeez. Because yeah. if, if people like look at a map of LA, they go, "Oh, I drive the beach every day." It's like, I mean, there's things yeah. about traffic. <laughs> it yes. takes a long time to get there. <laughs> yes. It's like I always tell people, LA's imagine New York, but every single person owned a vehicle, and now they want to get around to places. That's that's, a, that's accurate. But I love it. He's like, we need to hurry up. I gotta get to. I gotta get to New Zealand soon. I gotta start filming Lord of the Rings. Oh yes. <laughs> yes. Rivendell is calling. Don't do that. <laughs> oh no. Bad dates. Bad dates. <laughs> I used to always say that. Bad dates. Well, gone dates, just <sighs> bad dates. <laughs> bad dates. Yeah, I know. That's that's the best. <laughs> So yeah, I think the like the mind scene is supposed to be like in during this part of the movie of like the cart or whatever. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it would be, it would have been too much. <laughs> mm -hmm. Just a lot going on. Again, the blocking camera movement. Always moving. It's moving, but with with intent. It's not overdone. Uh, and there's the backlighting here with the sun. Mm -hmm. 
and more uh, clouds of dirt. Look at the atmosphere. That's Spielberg backlight. Spielberg backlight, but there's also this stuff going on in the foreground, so it gives you an idea mm -hmm. what the the scene is about, what's going on, what's happening, people working. So many extras, even ones all back there, like gotta be timed perfectly. Oh yeah, old school. <laughs> Real people. I think I've read that he wanted like six thousand extras, and they were like, "No, we can give you like six hundred." And he was like, "Fine." Maybe made <laughs> like it work. We wanted like a lot of people to be working here. Yeah. 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 The the clouds of dust help obscure some of mm. that too. <laughs> And they said that this this scene was like the longest and hardest to film. Really? Yeah. Actually, um, this seems so simple, but I guess yeah. you never know. I think Kubrick's daughter playing like there during the snake scene that is coming up. Eventually, maybe that's the scene I'm thinking of. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll bring it up then. I won't say it now. That's probably the scene I'm thinking of. You can't be in there. What are you talking about? I'm not in there. <laughs> oh, Gimli rolls. <laughs> God, this music's so good. I was actually it listening to the vinyl, the vinyl this morning, and I was like, ugh. Beautiful. It's beautiful. It's it built. It's building tension in the scene, and it it really is telling the audience once he gets the thing set up that oh yeah, there's some mystical stuff going on here. Mm -hmm. Definitely take yeah, one foot into mysticism. Mm -hmm. I found the vinyl of this um, at one of the record stores near me. It was unopened from Ooh. the eighties. Or, yeah, oh. from the eighties. Oh, that's it was only twenty five. Because I was like trying to like just see if there were scratches on. It. He's like, "Oh, it's not opened." And I was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, it has never been opened." I was like, "Wow, wow. yeah." I'll be like, "Yes, this is an instant purchase. <laughs> only twenty five bucks." Oof! Look at that light. Yep. It's technically a backlight. Yeah, technically. <laughs> to any filmmakers out there, when you're ever shooting inside anything, always blow out the windows because then you can shoot at any time of the day. Yep. Control the light very easily. So if you go and watch any, any a lot of newer Spielberg stuff too, like the lights are always, especially the windows are just blasting like a spotlight in. It's like natural light doesn't do that. <laughs> like, yeah. But you can then shoot that scene at one thirty in the morning if you need to, because it looks cool. like it's midday. Yep. He did do that yeah. in one of his films, and he had a few of his films where it's mm -hmm. actually late night, but he blasted the light. Yeah. It's just like you don't have to worry about oh, the sun's going down in ten minutes. Like we yep. got to get this right now. He was right. <laughs> I love that. 
because there's just no reaction from the guy. Right. <laughs> it's also kind of cool to see Indy doing actual archaeological work and mm -hmm. doing math. Like actually doing his job. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I love that. <laughs> like, what the? It's me. I love that spin that he did when he came into the tent too. That was great. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm glad you're still alive, but you're going to need to stay in here for a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah, I got to tie you up again. Yeah. I got to go. You BRB. Never, yeah, you never saw me. Yeah, right. It's nice to see him like actually doing like this type of stuff. Right. I think they didn't do much of this in the later films. There were some, but yeah. no nothing like this specific. Especially like Temple. Temple was more of just like him just Running on around. the seat of his pants, like yeah. figuring things out on the fly. Yeah. He actually did some of this in Crystal Skull, a lot of some mm -hmm. solving. I rewatched that before the new one. Honestly, it's not as like not terrible. No, it's not terrible. Even when you get to the end, like the, all the alien stuff, I'm just like, eh, it's alright. But <laughs> like, I think Spielberg, you know, Spielberg's not a big fan of the ending of that movie either. He's no. kind of just like, really wasn't my story, so it was more George's, and I was just like, okay, whatever. But that last shot is pretty spectacular, overlooking the canyon, the valley. Mm -hmm. I'll give him that. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when I burned my hand earlier? <laughs> yeah. I, I would say the the prologue of Crystal Skull felt very much like an Indiana Jones film. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I know people complain about the refrigerator scene, but I, I loved it. it yeah. So I mean, it, it's no more crazy than them jumping out of a plane in the, in the life raft. Yeah. Or Dominic Toretto driving cars out of a plane and landing them with parachutes. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But exactly. you believe that? You can't believe, believe that. Yeah, <laughs> it was. I just thought it was a really great, like, iconic shot of Indy stepping into the nuclear age. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
but that's like part of the character. Like it's like ugh, I don't know where to go. Maybe this fridge will work. <laughs> like right. it does work. <laughs> exactly. Blind <laughs> and lead. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, there's look at this shot. I love this shot. Oh, one of the most iconic. It's very seventies, yeah. but it's just such a beautiful shot too. Mm -hmm. It is the same like shot in Saint Private Ryan. Oh yeah, yeah. When they're burying the body, Wade's body. Loud. So obviously, like obviously that looks so fake, but it like it still works so well today. It works. I love I love how clouds were such a cloud tanks were such a big thing that time. Mm -hmm. I love they were able to use it. Be foreshadowing evil. Mm -hmm. That's so good. It's the strikes, like it's just lovely shots. Yeah, they're almost like illustrations, drawings. Mm -hmm. Kind of like a religious thing, yeah. Religious illustrations, yes. Those sound effects for the sound designer moving the top of his toilet around <laughs> to create those like, <laughs> like sounds. Hey, whatever works, right? Whatever works. Yeah, it was Ben Burt, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 smart. He's good. He's just like I'm just gonna. He's like I just went to the bathroom. Just, <laughs> it's like. Eh. If I play like, really loud, it might work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this scene right. was the one that was really... Oh, yeah. I think the majority of these were like lizards without arms or legs. Yeah, even a lot of these were just fake mm -hmm. rubber snakes, but it's, it just, it's just everything right? they could throw at it. I think they wanted to originally in the original script, uh, Marion was supposed to go down with him. Like when she does, and he's like, Yeah, I'm not gonna be there's not gonna be no live snakes around me. Right. So <laughs> Right, right, right. But I also read that um Kubrick's daughter came on the set during this. Yeah. And she actually almost had them shut down because she thought that they were treating the snakes inhumanely. <laughs> um Oops. so like the an organization came in to like investigate and everything. So I think one snake did die from, it got killed by another snake. And then one snake actually like bit a Python bit, one of the crew members. And it was, I think it was like holding on to his hand. And he went up to like, I think a PA and was like, Hey, I need you to like grab this snake's tail and smack it like really hard. Cause the oh. vibration will release, release. It's like mouth from my arm. Oh my God. And he did and it, and he, it did. It like popped right off. Oh. I mean, good, good on that guy for like knowing what to do. <laughs> like, I'd be like, "This is it. This is how I go, guys." <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, right. Because snakes are also my biggest fear. So, like, I think that's why I relate to India a lot. I'm like, "Yes, dude, I hate snakes too. <laughs> snakes are terrible." <laughs> I see a snake. Nope, I'm going the other direction. Absolutely not. <laughs> There's that backlight again. Backlight shadow. It's great. 
and this scene they kind of improvised too like um she was like what if we like we just like get like drunk together and then there is like because it would create some sort of chemistry that they kind of have yeah like she plays it off pg pg yeah <laughs> I also like how this plays into her, her introduction with the mm -hmm. drinking because you as an audience you know that she can handle the, the liquor yeah she hasn't she's done this before she took 40 shots and then nothing killed happened man. you killed the man yeah <laughs> oh, I love putting the the red on the knife too yep Yeah, if I open that and I saw those snakes, I'd be like, nah, you're, you're going down there, Gimli. I'm not going down there. <laughs> so there's that scene that's coming when he falls. I have a question for you. All right. So originally, there were, you could see the reflection of the cobra, mm -hmm. but they CG'd it out. So what, what do you think about that? Like, what's your opinion about the CGing here? Uh, like right there. It was. It was like in the previous shot where he first falls. I wonder if that was him being like, "I don't want an actual cobra there." <laughs> well, it's a protection for sure. Yeah. There was a glass, glass. I mean, you can sort of see the glass there if you look mm -hmm. at it. But I mean, it, it I looks know, kind of glass there too. <clears throat> What are your thoughts about CGing out the reflection? Um, I don't know really. What about you? I'm kind of mixed. I think it's kind of cool. Part of me just likes sort of the old school methods, but at the same time, mm -hmm. it does it does sort of clean it up in a sense. Something that, but it's something they couldn't really do. Yeah. Kind of work with what you can at the time. Yeah. I think it I think it works. I think I've ever really noticed that, honestly. Yeah, you notice it on the big screen for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I see you know, it was just there. It was like a shadow, but it was like mm -hmm. a like, oh, there's something there between Indy and the snake. Especially with like a, a 4K treatment too, I'm sure it's really Oh yeah. Good. Yeah. Yep, we've already seen this scene. I don't think I was an actor I could like fake like drinking like liquor. Like obviously that's water. So it's like right. <laughs> it's supposed to be like vodka or tequila. Like I feel like I'd be so bad at faking it. <laughs> like, People can, I guess, if you're trained. <laughs> practice. Or just be like be like the lighthouse and just actually get drunk. That's been known to happen, right? Yeah, I think that's on the lighthouse. I think they actually got drunk for some scenes, like so. Just like he's more realistic, them just like blacked out, <laughs> like just doing random stuff. Keep him fully dark, right? Hinting Again. at what's inside. It's Love evil. That. Thunderstorm still going on. All right, this is almost a callback to the beginning. Mm -hmm. Shadow a lot. Which actually in the scenes with them drinking is can you even see the light? Like 
I don't even know if like the lightning is striking while they're doing that, but it's only striking here. Yeah, you're, that's I think a good it's point. lag. I think So it's it's only like striking above them. Yeah. Damn, they're strong. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Maybe I was wrong. <laughs> I I guess we I can don't see know. here. No, not really. No, I don't Not see as striking. lightning. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I've actually never noticed that. Yeah, it's the same. I'm like looking at it like, yeah, you're right. There is no lightning. There's the They're searchlights. just like right on the hill. <laughs> Yeah. They're just like right on the hill. <laughs> That's good right there. That's great. Like if that was improv, I'd be like, oh, perfect. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so good. Remember me? <laughs> Yes. Like, he's a guy, if you ever think of, like, a Nazi, like, that's who you picture. This Gestapo. guy. This line got all laugh in the theater, too. You Americans always overdressing. <laughs> <laughs> and this this thing coming up got a laugh, too. You're like, is he pulling out nunchucks? <laughs> yeah. And a triple nunchuck? I guess, like, the whole point is, like, <laughs> nope. nope, nope, just anger. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Because they're like, oh. <laughs> that's how you do comedy instead of a forced joke Yes. let's see if the lighting's yeah, still striking wow look we figured out something new we never Yeah, solved after all it these years. <laughs> <laughs> how it many took times two have we seen this <laughs> two brains. Oh, but it stopped striking there when they lifted it out. Did it? Oh, geez. That's all I can think of is I'm looking for the lightning. <laughs> but look, it stopped, you know? Oh, look at the shadows. It's a great it's a great little sequence there. The the subject moved into the camera frame instead of the other way around. It's so economical. Mm-hmm. And they've like said nothing throughout this entire No, scene. it's a nothing. It's like a silent film. Mm-hmm. Kind of a callback to the the opening scene when they're going in the cave. Yep. Or the to yeah. They don't really say too much in that. <laughs> like, wait a minute.
Uh-oh. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> again, it's kind of the same scene. He just got it for him again. Thank you. Yeah. I said, no, it's not natives. It's Nazis Yeah. with guns. <laughs> I have a feeling they're not going to win in the end, though. Yeah. <laughs> Indy will get the last laugh. Look at this blocking. Jeez, that's so good. Between the legs, too, right? I love Yeah. that. <laughs> Just like Jurassic Park, right? Exactly. <laughs> it's interesting how they make him like more sympathetic towards her too. Like he's like, Yeah. "Why are you throwing her in there?" Yeah. Like he didn't like he didn't really like that. That's I don't know if that's like a seventies thing maybe, but he certainly is not a typical black and white villain. Yeah. He's not as <clears throat> not as extreme as the Nazis are. yeah. Because Nazis are true evil. Mm-hmm. Man, this would be the worst. <laughs> I wouldn't know, <laughs> I wouldn't, wouldn't That's even okay, know what Pat. to do. It's okay. <laughs> wouldn't even know what to do. It's interesting because the whips like kind of look like snakes too. Just It the does. ones that when they're Like rolled a up. color. Yeah. Snakes Sniff have to through come from eyes. somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> what I learned from National Treasure. These places, would, would always, they'd always build a back exit just in case of cave-ins. <laughs> There's another way out of here. Yep. <laughs> just... <laughs> That's a dude. Shh. Uh, Was that an improvised thing? That that reaction was genuine. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, that guy could have been on like a. What if we just drop the snake on you? Yeah. You just be like, ah. Oh. Genius.
So as a kid, this part genuinely scared me. <laughs> Partly because of the the use the surround sound was all it was full blast. Mm -hmm. That's just all all around the theater. There's that backlight. Yeah. Right. This is a straight up horror movie here. <laughs> I love how like she like shakes it too. So it's like the that screaming as well. Like the yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah, I could see why parents complained. <laughs> Bring yeah, in their that, like that six was, or seven year old. That, that, <laughs> that was pretty scary in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> Like peachy, <laughs> and then the MPA. I was like, maybe we should reevaluate our rating system. But yeah, they didn't change it until after Temple of Doom. Well, what's the yeah, change for Temple heart, of Doom? Because like, of the heart scene, I think. Just yeah. Like, so like, graphic. <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe we should. Uh... <laughs> oh, I love this uh, plane design. Mm hmm. This baby Frank Marshall as the pilot. Yep. Great acting. <laughs> <laughs> now look around, Frank. <laughs> yeah. What a great like setup of a fight sequence to have them like fighting with the propellers around. Right. Because like as an audience member, you're like your anxiety's through the roof because you're like already oh, through the roof. Yeah. They're gonna get hit by that. Like right here. Like look at that. Yeah. It looks like they're fighting through it. It's so good. And this sound, you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great acting, Frank. Give me a minute, man. I just fought somebody. Yes, Indy fights dirty. She's <laughs> <laughs> <He does. clears throat> like, oh, God. One punch. I'm like, no, I'm good, actually. <laughs> I <You're> <laughs> love how this guy's kind of dressed like an old-timey boxer, too. Yeah. He's got, like, the stash, shirt off. His pose is very old timey boxer. Yeah, <laughs> like that. Uh. Frank's dead. <laughs> Bye, Frank. Oh, here we go. And then you start to just ratchet up the tension. Mm hmm.
It would have been handy in the Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> the scene actually kind of reminds me and, um whenever I watched Phantom Menace when Anakin's like clicking all the buttons in the thing. Yeah, there's a little bit like of he's, that. He's about, it's like, the, oh, let me just start shooting while, while this is going on. Like he's, it seemed like Lucas probably thought of this scene. Yeah, totally. I can see that. Something's going on over there. I didn't hear all the gunfire, but <laughs> explosion. Right. Oh explosion woke him up. <laughs> e. Uh oh. So this airplane actually um, ran over Harrison Ford's knee. Oh, it uh, did, right? Filming. Yeah, but it's because it was so hot, the tires were like deflated. So they were like, they were really soft too. So it only like tore ligaments as opposed to like essentially breaking his entire leg. Jeez. So I guess in some aspect, the heat helped. <laughs> yeah, the one thing that helped. <laughs> yeah. Oh, PG. <laughs> yeah. I think that blood they said was like water mixed with like paprika. That works. Um, but they said that whenever they would throw it, obviously like their eyes would get all watery. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he like tore his like ACL or something. Like, doing that. that would never oh. happen today too. Like Harrison no. Ford would never be getting well, anywhere near this. I guess he did no, break his leg. And, did he what? break his ankle or something in Force Awakens? I think so. Like one of the doors shot it... on him or something. Yeah. <laughs> so it did happen again. Yeah. Jones. Another great blocking shot. Just, you're like, oh, there they are. Not just backlighting, but yeah, but it's backlighting and story going on back. Mm -hmm. It's just like no wasted beats in this film. Nope. Paced perfectly. <laughs> that's all you need to know Indiana yeah. Jones he makes it up as he goes <laughs> yep. like that'd be such a good pitch for him too like he's an archaeologist and like he'll get into fights but he just makes it up as he goes along he doesn't yep, really he, know what he's doing <laughs> he, he does not know what he's doing <laughs>
I just love how this whole sequence is completely practical and done mm-hmm. on, on set and on site. Now we're kind of in like a Western a little bit. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you definitely get a sense of tension and danger, mm-hmm. which the new films lack, unfortunately. Yeah. I I enjoyed the new one for what it was, but not not my favorite, obviously, Indian movie. Yeah, yeah, I did too. Kind of seemed like it just came and went. People forgot about it. Wonder how it's gonna how it's doing on streaming. Yeah, is it is it on Disney Plus now? I think it's coming. I think the it comes out physically. I think in the beginning of December. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. They don't even like, like they don't even film scenes like this anymore. No, I mean, this is all stunt work. It's great all stuff. Stunts, yeah. And I really saw good Spielberg is at directing car chases, too. Oh, he's so good. I mean, we had Duel and Sugarland Express. Mm-hmm. Doesn't, I don't think he gets enough credit for his car chase sequences. No. There you go, a little dual callback. <laughs> yep, exactly. I remember being on the edge of seat, edge of my seat, watching this. I can't talk right now. I'm too enthralled by this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just really into it in the theater watching this. Mm-hmm. Do you do you remember what like the audience reaction was? When, oh, just like, you just you hear a pin drop. Just people were into pin it. Drop, people were probably clapping after scenes. Like, oh yeah. I just don't know what it is. Like when I go to the, the theater now, like movies just don't hit like they used to. I don't know why. Um, yeah, it's. Who knows? I mean, it's, some of it could just be because everything's too overly CG'd in process. Yeah. So you, you audiences do, you just, are different now. Audiences are different now. Different expectations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this shot was awesome. It's obviously process, but it was just still awesome. Yeah. So you're like, oh yeah, so they're just getting bumped <laughs> off. Oh no, they're getting bumped <laughs> off and down a, down the side of a cliff. <laughs> I wonder how many guys he like actually kills in this movie. <laughs> this one's probably he actually kills a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's Nazis, so yeah, they're Nazis. Certainly, broken bones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've not killed. It's like great use of like. Okay, what what could he do in this car? Like to get these like, let's have him just like use the car to get these guys into bushes, like. Yeah, as opposed to just off. CGI something like yeah. Now would be like I don't know maybe the he would flip it and like, <laughs> like right just uses such practical ow. like. It's like the comedy there. Like he comes back in like go away. <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> it's like brutal comedy but brutal. Yeah. The music's awesome in this sequence. 
Mm-hmm. It's a pretty long car chase. It is. Yeah, I mean, I think at this point in time, car chases were starting to go out of vogue, but mm -hmm. but you almost have to have a car chase in all these films. Here comes your um. Oh yes, comes stagecoach. Stagecoach action. <laughs> but Ford Ford did this did this stunt. I know. They just had to like. raise the truck up and then dig a hole for him essentially <laughs> right let's keep this safe there you go which is wild to think that stagecoach did that in what 29 yeah right you, you was... can kind of see how they're dug it's dug out right there you can kind of see it but it's no less exciting though because it's, oh yeah it's just it's real i mean they did it and this <laughs> so good <laughs> He's coming back. The guy swung in and kicked him, and now he swung in and kicked him. Payback time. <laughs> <laughs> Literally the same exact movements. It's so good. Yeah. Except he's got nothing to hold on to. This guy didn't watch Ooh. stagecoach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Remember me? <laughs> I just killed like 30 guys. Exactly. It's always funny to me how there's actually some elements of slapstick in this film. Mm-hmm. Just enough to keep it, to give it some comedy. Which is what he was trying to go with, I think, when in 1941, and it just didn't work. Yeah. Like it works more here than I feel like it does in that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think he, I think he loves slapstick comedies, which I think like that's kind of missing a lot in movies now. But again, different audiences. Different audiences, They yeah. don't want it anymore. They think it's hokey or cheesy. I think all it takes is one filmmaker using slapstick in a way that works, and they'll be Mm back. hmm And then everyone will just copy him or Yep. him or him or her. So it's funny that those two actors, I think, I know um, Gimli, he was in I, Claudius. I think the actor to the left was in I, Claudius as well. Have you seen Mm hmm I, Claudius? I don't think so. It's a mid-70s BBC uh, series about, uh, you know, Roman Empire. Mm hmm <laughs> John Hurt, um, Patrick Stewart, um, you name it, all the, all the Oh, English wow. actors that are What known a cast. now. Uh, What a cast.
Derek Jacoby who was Claudius, Jandra was mm -hmm. Caligula, Brian Blessed was Augustus, Cyan Phillips was Livia. I mean, it's it's it was crazy. It's a great show, great series. I could see like Criterion eventually like releasing something like that. That'd be good. A box set. There is a box set that BBC released. Um, yeah, yeah. I started watching it because I watched Rome. I was really got into the that the whole history. Mm -hmm. I've never, I've never seen Rome. Oh, well, you, you, you HBO, got to. right? Yeah, HBO. HBO. Yeah, another show that got canceled. Shows, right? That was like one of their first shows, right? No, it was no, it was like the mid-period shows. It was after. It was after. after uh, yes. Sopranos in the Wire. I mean, HBO usually always hits. Let's be honest. Yeah. Very, very rare. I think they miss more a little bit now, but back in the day, they like every show was like a hit. Well, they were hitting in the late '90s through within the ne in that next ten year, twelve year mm -hmm. period. They were just hitting it. Yeah, speaking of slapstick. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a, it's like a three, it's like a three stages. Like, I know, <laughs> but I also love how it cuts the actual exterior of the ship. <laughs> yeah, like, like uh, they just could like don't acknowledge what just happened. <laughs> exactly. She's like, you say something. <laughs> Wasn't that an improvised line as well? It's the mileage. Yeah, he, he improvised <laughs> that. It's the mileage. Marion, I just killed like 45 Nazis and I like went under a truck. <laughs> Rode a horse, but their truck got <laughs> shot in the arm. Here's the romance. A little bit of romance. Takes the hat off. He's more vulnerable now. There you go. Blow out the window. Yep. Also the nice slow pull in. Mm-hmm. Slightly out of focus. Until then. I also feel like I don't notice like movie scores nowadays as opposed to like these types of movies. Right. Like there's no like themes in movies anymore, really. That's got what, what do you think? It's got deconstructed to the point where it's just more of a just like they're just sound effect kind of sounds, beats in a yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh, another step into mysticism. And creepy. The rats are like, yo, there's something in there. <laughs> we gotta get out of here. And, and I love how they just start something here and they just cut away. Like you're like, wait, what? Yeah. Something's happening. Cut to the gun. It's about to go down. Yeah.
I think Lucas also said that um, this is the only like project he ever worked on. I think it was just this, the first um, Raiders as opposed to the other movies, but that he had the least studio interference on for any of the things he ever did. They kind of gave them like full control. Oh yeah. He was just kind of unheard of from a studio. Yeah. Oh yeah. Especially at, at that time too. Like at that time, it, this is after heaven's gate. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like they're giving also Spielberg who, because originally I think some studios were like, we'll do it. if Spielberg's not attached because of 1941. Right. And I guess Paramount just took the gamble. And now they're like, wow, my God, we took that gamble. <laughs> One of the most right. iconic characters of all time. <laughs> and all those other studios are like, God damn it. <laughs> like, you know, those studios, like, those executives watched this probably in theaters and were like, God damn it. <laughs> and they were probably fired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the president being like, um, so you passed on this? Yeah, okay, well, you're fired. <laughs> you're fired. Bye-bye. <laughs> right there. <laughs> he knows better. <laughs> also, like during um during parts when like they weren't filming or like having breaks, um Spielberg and like Melissa Matheson were writing a script that turned out to be E. T. Oh. I didn't know it was during, during this time. The... Okay. Well, I suppose it's like Spielberg working on uh, Jurassic Park and uh, Schindler's List. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's that's yeah, that's imagine. range, Pat. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a wide range. <laughs> He's released like two movies every like two movies a year. I think like five or six times. Yeah, no, he's got a lot. He's got a lot of films. Yeah, he was like driving to the Schindler's List set, like listening to the Jurassic Park theme. Like, what an interesting like <laughs> vibes to go into. Like, right. All right, now let's go to like the most depressing movie like ever made. <laughs> like, right. Listening to one of the most iconic themes ever made. <laughs> like, right. Completely different vibes. This um. This U-boat here was from Das Boot. Oh, yeah, movie. that's right. I was going to ask you, this um, is the Das Boot, uh, one of the Das yeah. Boot boats. I, yeah. So I guess like, the, they, like when they came to check on the U-boats, one of them was missing, and it was this one. <laughs> they were like, wait, where did it go? Where did like, it oh, go? Oh, we left it to the Raiders um, set. Like they had no idea. <laughs> like They thought someone stole it. <laughs> yeah, fun fact, Das Boot. One of the subs. So Bondy and oh, uh, yeah. the lair and the, is, the yeah, cave and the very, island. Very Bond here. Except with a little like Star Wars too. Yeah, a little bit with the hangers and the Yeah. Like the hangar shots are kind of the same as like a Star Wars when the ships yeah. would leave.
he was actually cast in um, Blade Runner because of this movie. Oh, was he? Because of this? Yeah, because That's of this, interesting. yeah. Which I found interesting. I was like, hmm. Because it's not really like very completely different characters. <laughs> but I guess that charisma, I guess, or that look. Remember when we got drunk? And then we were both somehow perfectly fine. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Great blocking. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the hat, pops the hat popping up, yeah. Yeah. There's your comedy and your last day. I also read that um, Harrison Ford was like pretty quiet on the set. Like, he wouldn't really, like, talk about his character with, like, the other actors. Huh. Interesting well, Why was that? Maybe. Was it just uh, something he was trying to maybe internalize? Like maybe he would just... Yeah, maybe he wanted to, like, possibly separate himself in a way. But he would think he'd want to interact more with, especially, um, like, Marion, you know. But I guess it was just like a, maybe it was just Harrison Ford being like, "Nah, I don't really feel like talking to anybody." <laughs> Some actors are like that. Well, he is—he is known to be grumpy, so who knows? Yeah, he's known to be like, "I don't like." He's like a guy. I feel like that just—he got into acting, and he was like, "Eh, it's a job." <laughs> like it's how he like portrays right. it. Right. But I—I know—I know that he loves this character the most by far. Like this is who he is in his mind. Han Solo, he doesn't really give anything. Yeah, he doesn't really care. But this this is probably cares. closest to who he is. Yeah. Like Star Wars, <clears throat> he is so over Star Wars. It's like the funniest thing. <laughs> yeah. The interviews he gives about Star Wars are hilarious. Yeah. Like I was surprised he actually did Blade Runner of 2049 because I know it wasn't a happy experience making mm -hmm. Blade Runner for him. But it seemed like he had a good time with Ryan Gosling. And maybe because that movie just became like so big after the release. Like it's, yeah. it's now it's an iconic movie. It's like, yeah, maybe I should go back and because Blade Runner 249 is great. Oh, yeah. But again, made no money like the first one. <laughs> like, but. Just has a rocket launcher. <laughs> right. I always love the fly that like went on, it looked like the fly like went in his mouth there. Like he ate a fly. <laughs> he claims there was a cut, but I don't see a cut. <laughs> I'm like, I don't cut. <laughs> I had a fly. <laughs> I mean, they cut away after afterwards. Yeah. But yeah. 
I forgot this movie was nominated for Best Picture, too. Yes, it was. I forget who won, though, what, that year. Was it 81? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't know off the top of my head. I know a lot of random movie facts, but not that. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't have a memory of all that stuff either. <laughs> There's Oscar, Oscar experts, still, but not to me. Oh, here we go. Final act. It really does like I forget what Bond movie. It, like it's the same like island. <laughs> like <laughs> I forget what Bond movie is The huge camera. Death is coming. Right. Like at the time, you know, seeing this the first time, you just did not know where this was going. Mm -hmm. But you know, it's going to be bad and badass. <laughs> Here comes the, the, the laugh. Yeah. Lots of smoke, what a, too. What a great, like, playoff was just like it's sand. Like, yep. that's what goes in there. <laughs> well, I mean, what do you expect? It's thousands yeah. of years old moving around. It's going to be pulverized just over time. Ooh, treasure. Uh oh. And then, uh oh. <clears throat> Ooh, yeah, that warbling, groaning sound. Yeah. Here it comes, guys. Tried to warn you. Yep. Yeah, warnings. Maybe you shouldn't have been Nazis. <laughs> Maybe you should have been messing around with this dark <laughs> in the first place. Had, if, had you seen the Bible illustration? <laughs> So like this, I think the spirits coming out here, uh, like how they filmed it, it was like yeah. they shot like mannequins in like water, and like slow motion and like threw like a like a to put like a uh, something over the lens to make it look like so weird. Well, it's like yeah, it's like a lot of tank work, and then yeah. every once in a while they'll use the they're using uh, an actress or someone a performer. Mm -hmm. But yeah. The, the tank, the tank work got a lot of use for this. Like film. Right there, yeah. Yeah, like those. You but it's just so paper. good, though. It's the, you get, I mean, they're apparitions. Yeah, you're like, hi. Ah, That's terrifying. Right. Here it comes. Here it comes.
Do you know how they like shot these? Like the melting of the face? Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's so They cool. like It's so simple, like a but it's so cool. it was like a vacuum machine and like they like time lapse like a heat gun and then like they Yep. like then they use like the a uh, shotgun. <laughs> like And it's then boom. like Yeah. yeah. This is like Spielberg's most like favorite right here. He's like Yeah, that's a shotgun there. <laughs> Little little toy miniatures there, miniature set. That's what you get for being Nazis. Fury of God. Yeah, I was just, I was just <laughs> jaw dropped when I watched this. yeah, I think he said after when this movie came out, like so many people called him and were like, hey, how did you do that effect? Because I'm now going to do that in my movie. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, like, as a kid, you like face melting like that is like terrifying. Like, Oh, yeah. It it was crazy. It was like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, what did I just watch? <laughs> like, like, is there any? It's I'm like, like, wait, this their is faces a horror movie. just melt and head explode. <laughs> like, Shrunken head. They're all gone. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Again, this is another one of those scenes where you go, how do you make a table of talking heads interesting? mm hmm Also gives you a time to breathe and process what just happened. Yeah. And he has them both <laughs> sitting down with them this time. yeah. This is the part more. This is the more memes. More memes. <laughs> That's Yes. what he says. <laughs> more <laughs> memes. <laughs> and because I, I grew up in San Francisco, this was shot in the uh, in City Hall. I think late. I don't know if it was a reshoot or it was just it wasn't one of the, I think this was a late shot. I could see this being a reshoot or they needed maybe to pick something up at the end Yeah. to have more of a conclusion for them. Yeah, lots of people get married where they're standing on <laughs> <laughs> in City Hall. it's a nice looking city hall. Oh, it's gorgeous. It's perfect for the seat for the, what they're doing here. I did like how in the the fourth one they went like came back here. Yeah. It's a lot of artifacts. <laughs> Lots of stuff Lots of stuff stored in here. away. So you're saying the United States <laughs> is a giant hoarder of a country. oh yeah. We're <laughs> greedy. Look at this. It's a lot of artifacts. It's gone. Greedy. Yeah. What a movie. Oh, yeah. Do you remember the reaction when it ended in the theater? Oh, yeah. Do you remember? People were just, who, Like, you know, I need to clapping. watch that again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like, No, people did do that. They just got yeah. out, went back in line, got.
no more tickets. Like incredible. Yeah, it was just yeah, the the reaction was it was incredible. That was No, like young I didn't see anything Kathleen. like it. I just saw in the credits Kathleen Kennedy was just Spielberg's assistant, man. Yeah. She's been around with the uh around them for pretty much from the beginning. Yeah, this is I think this was this was their first them and Frank Marshall. This was the first thing they did together, essentially, Yeah. I think. Raiders. Yeah. Well, my friend, this was great. Oh, I had so much fun. Thank you for uh allowing me to blur Of course. blurb and stumble my way through <laughs> this. Thank you for coming on. I have to have you on again for sure. Yes, Maybe we'll let's do do this. Okay. maybe we'll do Temple of Doom. Oh, that'd be interesting. Keep it That going. was a fun Keep one. it going. Keep it going. <laughs> Do all five films. do all five. And I have to wait for the new one. I guess it'll be on Disney Plus soon, but Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd be up for it. I'd be totally up for it. It'd be awesome. is this is this your favorite one? Or is I know a lot of people's favorite one is uh, Last Crusade. No, this is my favorite one, for sure. Yeah, this is my Without favorite doubt. one as well. All I think Crusade right. would be my would be my second one. Yeah. Um, all right, well, thanks again. You're welcome. Thank you for uh, having me on. Really appreciate it. I'll definitely do this again. This podcast is hosted and edited by Pat Brennan. That's me, with intro and closing music by Patrick Baxter.